I did this and I realised that that's four. Peace, man. <laughs> Day two. Now you're just swearing at them. And now you're Damn cutting it. something? <sighs> I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what Right. Oh, Let's start again. No. Welcome to day two of Podtober. We have just driven down from Glasgow, so apologies if we are a bit delirious and a bit crazy. We look gross. We look disgusting. But we're here, we're not queer, and we're ready to, you know record this shiz what <laughs> so alex today we've got a ship or sink don't we we do we do have a ship or sink yes yes we do yay god that's loud oh no how are we gonna put the sound effects in if we have to do one continuous shoot i'll figure it out okay so ship or sink today we are talking about alex han and leia <sighs> couple that started it all who you may or may not know from the uh, star trek universe <laughs> any non-nerd is confused sorry that was intentional they are yes. from star wars idea. yes um this is actually the couple that kind of started us down this idea of mm-hmm. doing the ship or sink you know we we talked with stephen kent from um beltway banthas podcast mm-hmm. shout out awesome. um about han and leia and actually their romance story and th- that episode was so interesting to us because like it I felt like we got a lot out of it, and I felt like it was a very interesting topic. So that's what actually started this whole shipper sink uh, idea. So uh-huh, uh-huh. there you go, guys. Fun fact. Um, and yeah. So hello, Duke. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Duke. So if uh, any of you can see that on camera, Duke was just kind of milling about. Yeah, it's pretty usual. Um, so yeah. So Han and Leia. They, they suck. Yeah. That's not a great way to start this, though. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we, need, we need longer than uh, okay, 10 so minutes. Okay, so Han and Leia will give minutes. you a, a brief intro to their relationship. We, yes. we, these need to be more structured. Yes. More rigid structure. When did yeah. that not help a situation? Rules. And, and structure and script. Yes. That's what we need. No more organic podcast nonsense. Anyway. Um, so, oh, crap. Clearly, Alex is working through some issues here. Listen, I'm fine, okay? My dad never loved me. So, sorry, Dad, if you're listening, which I know you're not. So, <laughs> jeez, we're getting all the family issues out here. Listen, just which don't, hey, don't get me started, good okay? segue into next, this whole next thing. tea talk. You guys are in for a journey, okay? <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. So, Han and Leia, typical story. I get it's a fairly typical story. Yeah. This may have been one of kind of the first instances of it, where it's like. The princess and the rogue. You know, it's yep. a fairly classic thing at oh, this point. But like a... I say, it was still relatively new-ish yeah, back guess... then. Except this time it was space princess and space rogue. <laughs> so he was, you know, the the rogue with a heart of gold who was gruff but charming. She's the princess that was really uptight and very duty honor driven. You know, she mm-hmm. had this, this one goal, which was to defeat the empire rescue the rebellion and han solo had this one goal of hey it's just me and my best friend chewie here what's your problem i'm just doing this for the reward it's like come on han we all know you're lying at this point you're doing it because you love love my friend he does love love he does love love that's the thing it's like i think he was in denial but at the same time i think they talked about this it's like 
it's more about the fact that we feel like actually him doing the whole lovey-dovey thing was actually against his character. Like he was, he was, he had a heart of gold, but I don't think he was necessarily romantic as such. Not romantic, but I feel like he tried with Leia. I guess is the best way to say it. Like he was in love, but he's not the soppy romantic type. No, you know. At the end of the day, he's a a bachelor smuggler with his best friend Chewie, and the Millennium Falcon, and that's kind of all they needed or yeah wanted. it it did feel i did feel in my head that it felt a bit forced little their bit, relationship together and the fact that they got together in the end it just felt a little bit inorganic yeah what is he chewing yeah sorry every time if you can hear it or see it on camera that i click my fingers it's to stop you from rubbing his face on the floor because <laughs> he's a bit of an idiot so it did feel like a little bit like well we've got this beautiful princess and we've got you know her brother spoiler alert so she can't be with him and she probably needs a guy in her life so let's put her with this guy who's there who's age appropriate relatively put him with the rogue the rogue and let's let's make that a story let's just let's just go with then you know ultra actually to be fair west side story would have come out before this so i mean it would have been a trope before then i have a slightly somewhat less better view of it but i mean (laughs) but i think it is it is kind of to do with that though isn't it Maybe a little bit, but I also think it is. It was something of a trope even then for the whole, you know, t- new different take on star-crossed lovers, you know, or the whole the rogue and the princess, which is a, a common trope. It is, um, and I think back then it was becoming more common. You know, they done it with so many things, yeah, especially just... with like you know knights and princesses and you know peasants and princesses you know it's it's that kind of thing so i think they had attended that from the beginning they were Mm. like oh these two will get together and it'll be really cool because they're so different but they love each other so much they can overcome it but then when you get into the practical side of things it's like yeah it's not that easy you could say that back then because for all intents and purposes you were ending on episode six so it was like, they lived happily ever after, presumably. Don't ask about it. Yeah. And then all the extended law stuff came out. And like, yeah, they, they did live happily ever after. And they had kids. And, you know, they, yeah. they did all this crazy stuff. And one of, was it? I can't remember. I'm not going to get into the extended law stuff because it's all legends now, not canon. It's, it's yeah, I still think, my canon. I think the, the problem I had with it is that they kind of introduced it in a way that was like, just believe us when we tell you that there's a whole history to why these two yeah, guys get together. Yeah. Like there wasn't like the stuff that they like, showed in the films wasn't really. That's the compelling. thing. Like yeah, take a word for it that there are fireworks when these two are alone. It's like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. nah. I know it, it. I mean, they were probably trying to avoid getting too heavy into the romance side of things because it was still meant to be this grand space opera, you know. Like, mm. so I think they were more focused on Luke kind of being the main character, and yeah. then Han and Leia being almost main. They yeah. weren't background characters. They weren't supporting characters. They were like meant to be the main characters as well. But it kind of, especially later on, it was it was focused on Luke. Like you followed his story. Yeah. He was on Dagobah with Yoda, and then you know he went to fight Vader and lost, so he went back to Dagobah and saw Yoda die, and then he just kept training, kept practicing, mm-hmm. kept getting up to shenanigans with the rebels, and you know Han gets kidnapped and blah blah blah. So. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of when it was fully sealed, I guess, when Leia rocked up to rescue Han Yeah. from, from Jabba's palace. Yeah. 
It was like. And then Luke had to rock up and rescue them both. Well, anyway. I guess it was it was sealed when when Han was getting put into the carbonite and yeah, yeah. She said, "I love you," and he's like, "I know." And it's like, mm, when was this? Well, fun trivia fact, which kind of feeds into it. You yes. guys probably know this already. Any fan of Star Wars knows this little tidbit. But when that whole iconic scene where he's going into the carbonite to be frozen as a prisoner, and she's like, "I love you," and he says, "I know." In the original script, he was meant to say, "I love you too," or "I love you," or something to that effect. Yeah. But Harrison Ford is like, nah, Hans Solo would never say that. What are you talking about? And that's, also, that's not a thing. And it's like, yeah, but that, the, like that example itself, him knowing the character so well that he wouldn't say something soppy like that, still kind of feeds into this. Where it's like, also, if, if you were f- being, fr- if I was being dropped <laughs> to mm. be frozen indefinitely, wouldn't I want those to be my last words? Well, also there was that whole thing of Harrison Ford actually didn't want to come back as Han yeah, Solo, no, so he true, was trying yeah. to not give the fans like a full-on love story yeah, because yeah. then he would have to come back so i think that was also feeding into it which kind of you can tell again mm. like i think we like it almost feels like we weren't meant to see han solo again this is the thing like if you look at the star wars anthology everything absolutely well no okay let's go episodes one to eight at this point mm-hmm. If you look at them objectively, like I did not so long ago, and I was very disenfranchised about it. Mm-hmm. If you look at them objectively, they're not good films. No. The writing's not good. The story's all over the place. The character developments are all over the place. Like, yeah. I love Star Wars. I am f- Star Wars through and through, 100%. Maggie Star Trek mm-hmm. through and through. Where, we, you know, we both still like both of the franchises. We can still get along, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We both, Two separate worlds. We both still love both of the franchises. Like, I introduced Maggie to the Clone Wars animated TV show, and then yep. we both watched the Rebels animated TV show together. And like, oh, it's Clone so Wars was good. so good. Clo- Honest to God, if, if you haven't seen it already, and you, you're you even the mildest fan of Star Wars, go watch the Clone Wars animated TV yes. show. It's phenomenally it's good. It's brilliant. And it expands so much on the lore between episodes uh, two and three. Yes. That it's just like, all oh, this happened. I all this know. Happened. In canon, all this happened I between know. what happened in episode two and then what happened in episode three. It develops everything so it's much. So like much. It develops the Anakin and Padme thing. Yeah. Anakin and the Obi-Wan. The whole Anakin being the chosen one thing. Yeah. That gets expanded on a yeah. crazy note. Anyway. It's worth back, watching back to, it, is yeah. what we were saying. But, <laughs> back to know. my original point. If you look at them objectively, they're not great films. No. So getting, like I say, it felt a little bit crowbarred in. Yes. Because that's probably what they had to go with. Yeah. It's like, crap, okay, we're making a third one. We have to do something about this relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to be together and it's going to be a little bit rough, but they love each other, so it'll be fine. Yeah. And then, like I say, they weren't intending to do any more films. Then all of a sudden it was like, hey, here's episodes seven, eight, and nine. So we're going to have to show Han and Leia together. Oh, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have worked, guys, no. if we would have looked at it. So let's make them divorced and not give any explanation. It's like... Yeah, but like I say, in the, I mean, I'm not super keyed up on the extended law stuff. So anyone out there, feel free to, to chime in. But I'm pretty sure they had a, a, a good relationship in the extended law. They had, Like I say, they had kids and they, you know, Leia went on to be the senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, remained a, a mm. senator in the New Republic. And Han Solo was the New Republic general, you know, like... Really high-ranking people, but, yeah, like, I a- again, I, yeah, like, I assume you were about to say the same thing, where it's, like, Han Solo doesn't fit that position. No, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly what I was going to say. The, his character arc and story, like, he never wanted that. No. He wanted to, to do a job, get paid, and then off he goes to do his thing, you know? Yeah, I think it's just too restrictive for him, and yeah. the relationship with Leia and being a father, I think he probably got swept up in the romance of it. Yeah. 
and in the in the idea of it but then when it was reality he suddenly realized that actually that's not him at all yeah like you say in as realistic as a space opera can get like yes you wouldn't have a smuggler with a heart of gold fall in love and suddenly become a general in yeah. the rebellion like that's yeah. a little high strung even if he was to become involved with the rebellion like the most logical course of action would be for him to still be a smuggler or be a spy or yes. you know something where it's like he wouldn't be a general he wouldn't no. want that responsibility like no. that's the whole reason han solo well partially the whole reason that he he quit the empire in the first place and became yeah. a smuggler is because yeah. he wanted to look out for number one and he wanted to give the finger to the empire he wanted to give the finger to everybody yeah um, Not you... very good with authority, that boy. No, no, which I appreciate. But um, yeah, like it, it just didn't seem to fit his character arc at all. Yeah. And I feel like Leia as well is a very, very strong. I say this without irony, but like a very strong, independent female character. Like she always was. You know, when they came to rescue her, she ended up just sorting her own rescue yeah. out. And I was, it was gonna like... say it's like she don't need no man. But no, that's exactly what but it was. That's what it is. Like, and it would have actually been nicer for them to expand on that and to exactly, go with that yeah. and to give her that arc of she is. She doesn't need to have kids and have a man by her side. She is her own woman. Like she's super she's important. She's yeah. a princess. The leader of the one of the yeah. leaders of the rebellion, yeah, and then becomes like this super keyed up, super Isn't powerful she senator. General? Well, yeah, she's a general as well. Yeah, like, like that's badass. That's really cool. And, and then it, it's, I'm not saying that people that women who have that much power shouldn't have kids and be family oriented and stuff like that, but it just felt like her personality wasn't aligned to what that was. And same with Han. So both of them not being aligned to this idea of See, them being like a, a lovey-dovey yeah. couple that has kids just means that it just all falls apart very quickly. Like, that's the thing. I can imagine both of them settling down. Well, maybe not settling down, but living their lives, but also having families, but just not together. Yes. I can imagine them doing it separately with other people who yes. have similar interests, you know? Leia would have married a fellow incredibly passionate politician who was, you know, all, all go about about intergalactic politics. See, I can imagine them with people who are completely removed from that kind of stuff, yeah. though. I can actually imagine it the other way in terms of them both finding people who don't aren't big important people in, mm. in, in organizations. It's mm. like they've got somebody who supports them, who's their rock, who's their kind of, they're, they're not a rogue just like them. I can imagine actually each of them finding like somebody who's like a bit more chill and mm. a bit more kind of down to earth and be able to kind of ground them from time to time. Well, like you look in the extended law again, which we're kind of basing this off the film, so I don't want to go too much into that. Yeah. But like you look at the extended law with Luke and Mary Jade, I believe her name was, who mm. was a Sith assassin sent by the Emperor to kill Luke, but she ended up falling in love and turning to the, the light side and then they had kids. One of whom turned to the dark side, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, though they work together and I just feel like fundamentally Han and Leia just don't. No. They just, they have, they want to go in two separate directions. Yeah. And I don't think any amount of love in the world is going to turn Han from this smuggler into, mm -hmm. uh, you know, leader of a rebellion. Yes. Like, that's just not realistic. And, and no love in the world is going to turn Leia from a powerful mm. general who wants to fight for a good cause into a devoted wife who yeah. is able to keep pace with whatever Han wants to do next. Like, you know, the, he's the the epitome of spontaneity and she's the epitome of organization and, and thought and thoroughness. And as much as, like, I know opposites attract and all of that, it just felt it wasn't the right it wasn't kind organic. of opposite. Yeah. 
yeah. it wasn't organic. It yeah. was like, it, like it was so, it was so refreshing to see like Han bust in and like save her and be like, "We're saving you, princess." And she's like, "I'm saving myself." Yeah, like, a, like, give me a gun. I'll bust out of here myself. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> your plan is stupid. Yeah. Let me deal with it. And it's like it was so nice to see that. And then. For that to then be like belittled by the fact that it's Look, like, oh, yeah. they were just like you know flirting. It's like, well, that's kind of not giving it enough of a kick to be like, I don't know. It just felt a bit. Mm. Like I said, the rest of it I could see happening. You know, them they they admit that they they can admit to themselves that they fancy each other, mm-hmm. but then they come to a head, and you know, he's like, listen. I don't want any part of the rebellion. Yeah. I just want to get paid for the job that I've done. She's like, right, take your money and go. And he does. And then he comes back. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. That's a good storyline. That's a basic trope that everyone uses. And it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. you think he's gone, but he comes back at the last minute to save the day. I can see that. That's yeah. fine. But like I say, after that, it would have made more sense for both of them to maybe stay together, but pursue their own interests. Yeah. Like I say... I don't think Han would have given up the life of a smuggler or anything mm-hmm. like that, and Leia wouldn't have wanted to do anything to get in the way of her leading this rebellion, yeah. you know, and and still being a senator and still being a politician as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just for me, it's not. No. 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 So Unfortunately, I think, no. I think we both agree, don't we, darling? It is, and it's a shame because it's such a powerful franchise, and it would have been nice for them to develop. A good relationship in it because i feel like even with the new films they're not doing well, great on the relationships see, front that's that's because they're garbage but <laughs> well <laughs> duh no no but... <laughs> I, again that's from an objective point of view but like one of the the things that they did half decently i think was was make them not be together yeah you know han just shows up and it's like people who are fans of the franchise are immediately thinking oh, wait there why is he out there mm-hmm. with chewie no Millennium Falcon, Wesley. Like it, it made you. Sorry, sorry he Duke, was. Duke's Duke was giving me the eyes. It made you immediately go, "Oh, wait a second, what happened?" And then you find out, not directly, but you kind of piece it together yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they broke up because they were so different. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I agree with that. That's how that should. I have agree gone. with that also. And, and it's like, just... that's one of the very few they didn't expand on it very well or anything, but that's one of the few things that Episode right. Seven did fairly well. Yeah. 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 Because it just makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah. It just... You know what, guys? Star Wars, just give us one good relationship. Just one. Well, like I say... It in, can be between extended, anybody. You in, know? I don't care. In the extended care. universe, they had it, and it was fine. And yeah. then they messed it up. And now, what was canon is now Legends, and canon is totally different, and... I'm lost. Give me two Jedis who, like... Jedi blokes. Who just like fall in love over the force or something? Or oh come on, the Disney are not brave enough to do that. Or two Sith me? ladies. Again, Disney <gasps> the, are not. The thingies, the the witches. Give me two of those witches. They're dead. Yeah. They're all dead. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> for, for Clone Wars, just give me one good solid relationship. I'm trying to think if there is anyone in the extended universe. You know who should really. have gotten together? Who? Asajj Ventress and yes. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> They did have that whole thing going. <laughs> that thing was so good. Where she was kind of like, she oh, was they like, were all right. They were flirting all right. hard, I'm impressed. Man. Yeah, they I'm were impressed, mister. I do, yeah, I mean... But then Obi-Wan, I feel like... Oh, He's a standalone No, actually, dude. we did get a good 
not fully relationship, mm. but Obi Wan and Wars, yeah, yeah, and uh, the Empress of Mandalore. Yeah, mm. or, uh, I think it was Empress. They had a good thing going because they both understood each other and they and they knew that they were in love, but yeah. they knew that they couldn't be together because of their different interests. But I, even I felt though like they, they had like a much so better... many times they were this oh. close to breaking, oh. but then they they knew that they were so duty bound that they were just like, ah, nope, can't do it. Oh. And it broke their heart every time, but it's like I know. They, they did what they but had they, to do. But they did develop that relationship well. Again, yeah, Dave Filoni. No, Dave, put Dave, Dave Filoni, Filoni on everything. Oh, and he'd every, be fine. Everything Star Wars related. Put Dave Filoni on it. Put yep. John Favreau on it. Yep. And just, that, that's it. That's It'll it. Make, make episodes 10, 11, and 12 purely Dave Filoni and John Favreau. And let's see what we get. Yeah. I think that will be amazing. I <laughs> think that will be amazing. The Mandalorian TV show is going. I know, we're not even going to get it. It's going to be so good. Ugh. Anyway, but yes. So, if you want to see a good Star Wars relationship, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Empress of Mandalore. I can't remember. In the Clone Wars. Yeah, what other I can't remember a name for the life of me. But they were good. They were good together. Yeah, I would recommend watching that TV show full stop. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. And it Rebels just... is quite good. Not as good, but I think it still good. had its, its shining moments. Yeah. But not as good. Because that was that was yeah. kind of related to. Is your eyeball okay, Alex? It hurts, stings a bit because I touched it, <laughs> and I'm gross. <laughs> and yeah, so Rebels um, TV show. I mean, Rebels and Clone Wars TV show. They're they're canon with the new stuff. Um, and the Rebels TV show is is almost like the founding of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. How it mm-hmm. all came together from like separate resistance mm-hmm. cells, and then they all mm-hmm. supported. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool, guys. Uh, if, if you're going to watch them both, fully watch Clone Wars. Yes. Then go to Rebels. Yes. And also, if you don't want to cry anymore at the Order 66 scene, Ugh. then don't watch Clone Wars. Because Clone Wars will make you feel that scene a hundred yeah. times more. See, that's, yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Between, like, every general, every Jedi general, and every, like, clone commander as well. But So, like, that, that scene where, you know, um, Cody gives Obi-Wan his lightsaber back and then he's like you know good luck sir and, I, and then he runs off and then he gets the order and then he immediately just orders the cannon to fire on Obi-Wan Kenobi that's like <gasps> you watch that scene after you've watched the Clone Wars and it cuts so much deeper so and, much like, deeper every single one of them like you find out but like you find out so much more about the Jedi in Clone Wars as well and like, also like the Kiari Mundi and, and, and you know yeah. you find out so much more about those guys yeah. and then their commanders and it's every single betrayal is just like oh why yeah you find out so much about the clone troopers as well and it, it, it hurts you because you find out about these human beings rather than seeing them as clone troopers that's yeah, the thing that that's, really that's hurts what, though that's what the TV show did really well it expanded yeah. so much on the clone troopers themselves yeah. and like not even we could do a whole episode yes. on, but like not even the fact that they were humans but like considerations of what was going to happen to them after the war yeah. and then like what the impact was of producing more clone troopers and hurrying them through the cloning process and stuff like that like phenomenal TV honestly absolutely if someone asked me what my favourite part of the Star Wars universe is it's the Clone Wars TV show and the Rogue One film oh but the Star Wars Clone, TV, Clone Wars oh. TV show is actually probably higher up than Rogue One mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, me because of mm-hmm. the, like you say, that expansion on the law, the excellent writing by Dave Filoni, and the and the brilliant just the like, whole thing with Ahsoka. <sighs> just the whole thing with like Fives and all of those guys. Yeah, like yeah. that was so interesting. Uh, just yeah, sorry. Watch it. It's it's, it's brilliant. But yes, so Han and Leia have sunk. Yep. We have made them sink to the ocean floor sorry, where guys. they belong. 
Um, it's the garbage. Garbage. And uh, so, no disrespect, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, but oh, Carrie Fisher. Good job, Maggie. Now you've made everyone sad. But yeah, so no but disrespect again, to them too, but it's it's you know they they are a victim to the writing, so yeah, they couldn't have done that much, which is actually something we were discussing in the car back. Mm-hmm. I know we're going on a bit of a tangent here, but this is something that we were discussing is like, no matter how good an actor is, bad writing can make yeah. any actor bad. Yeah, absolutely. Like and no like matter say, how good they are, they can they are a victim to the writing. So yeah. writers are actually probably the most important people yeah, yeah, on any TV And like show the directors and stuff like yeah again like we do with all of the couples that we talk about we're talking about them from one perspective so in this case yeah. it's um, episodes one to six uh, kind of one to seven I guess now yeah. um, and one to, no one, one to, to seven no one to seven because Han died in seven spoiler alert oh come on <laughs> it wasn't seen or heard about that by now you can't call yourself a Star Wars fan so, yeah, um, we look at it from that perspective. Um, and overall, like I say, you look at the Star Wars franchise objectively, it's not good. No. It's not like I can accept that and still love it yeah. as a franchise, but yeah. the, the writing's not good, the directing's not very good, the story's all over the place. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. today's Day 2 Podtober Shipper Sink. Woohoo! Day 2. And we shall see you tomorrow for... Now on YouTube. <gasps> Go check us out on YouTube, guys, for some really badly edited video. <laughs> and some just top quality thumbnails. That's just the best. You guys, this is what you go to YouTube for. Don't yeah. you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. So, yeah. Thank you very much for listening to Day 2. We shall see you tomorrow. And until then, be naughty. Bye! From lifestyle and marriage to film and TV, it's Geeks and Marriage, hosted by your favorite geek.